0: Please pay attention to the following announcements. Galactic regulations require that we advise you that Three Sheets to the Mouse is an adult themed podcast and may contain content and language not designed for younger Padawan learners. Thank you for listening to Three Sheets to the Mouse and have a wonderful flight.
1: That little pig. I know it sounds sorted, but you'll be
2: rewarded when well, at last I am given my dues and this deliciously squared. Oh, be brave. <laughs>
0: Hello everybody and welcome to episode fifty-one of Three Sheets to the Mouse. We're five average guys with a love for all things Disney. And joining me on this week's episode are four guys who are on their way to Dover. Adam. What's up? Mikey. I'm gonna see them white cliffs. And Tim.
2: Oh bother.
0: And Trenton. Oh, who? Oh yeah, Trenton too.
2: Oh, he knows me better as Monk with a book. So. <laughs> monk with a <the> book. <laughs>
0: We're here to talk to you about Disney parks, Disney booze, and a little bit of debauchery in between. So sit back, relax, grab a pint of honeyed mead, and enjoy the adult side of Disney with three sheets to the mouse. So uh, Monk with a book, do you have a bottle of uh, Belgian truple Ale?
2: No. Miller Lite. No. No, it's a Blue Moon. Oh. oh my god. Even worse than the rest of them.
3: Wait, wait. It's, <laughs> it's Blue a- Moon in an aluminum can.
2: It's a sixteen-ounce yeah. aluminum
3: can. You know, you know what? Did you just stuff an orange slice in there. I didn't. No, don't
4: <laughs> <laughs> No, he just put orange juice in it.
3: Orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> the <man made> Bromosa. Bromosa.
0: <laughs> For a guy that works in a brewery, yes. you got some pretty trashy beer taste.
2: Yep, you do. Yeah, you. you no, 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 no. no. This is the beer I buy, I buy because I
0: work at a fucking brewery. I get that. But you know there are, there are guys in Scotland that work at Macallan, okay, and they come home with good whiskey. Yeah,
2: they probably make good money too, and they probably also get whiskey from work. I don't. We don't beer. We don't bottle or can. And I don't really care to drink beer out of growlers, to be honest with you. Not
1: yeah, favorite. I think you've had. I think I've seen you work in the tap though, Trenton.
2: Yeah, like at work. Not necessarily <laughs> take tap, tap beer home with you. That. Yeah, I mean, the, so when I brought Tim and Adam the Growlers, that's probably the best experience I've had with Growlers. Like, still tasting how they're supposed to taste. I always feel like beer tastes weird out of Growlers. I don't know why. Oh, they t- they're pretty good. It tasted fine to me. No, that's what I'm saying. They were great. But sometimes, like, it, it's, I don't know.
0: So you're drinking some Blue Moon. I am. Let me know when you get
1: your Zimas. <laughs> oh, David no.
2: Thacker supposedly is mailing me those. Shut up, for real? Live, yep, yes. and I'm going to drink them on a live stream.
4: No, but they, I wish... I know we were not doing those anymore. Yeah, see, if, the, the best part about Zima is they also came out with Zima Gold. I don't know Zima. if anybody, anybody remembers that, but it looked like ginger ale. I remember Zima oh, Gold. Oh, God. I
0: mean, Trent, I, make sure you put a Jolly Rancher in that one. Right. Now,
2: you're like the 10th person to say that.
0: My stepmother yeah. used to
3: be a bartender and she used to come home with Zimas when they did the promotional back in the 90s.
0: My the older sister, bad. that's all she drank in college when uh, she was in a sorority, was Zima and Jolly Ranchers.
2: I remember having, like, sips of Zima when I was 12, and then they stopped making it.
1: Well, for they good, knew what they had
2: created. For good reason. <laughs> yeah. But I'm pretty sure it's still marketed in Europe, but...
4: Of course it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's filled with a,
2: with a capital Z. It's gotta be European.
4: Well, wait, wait, wait. Wait, um,
3: Europeans s- don't use the letter Z. But,
0: but Scott, you lived in the London. Was Zima in the London? Uh, I don't remember seeing Zima in <laughs> London at all. It might have been in Spain because Spain, for some reason, is stuck in like the late eighties, early nineties. Like S- Swatch, Swatch uh-huh. is a big thing in Spain. No, right? I was thinking
2: Zima, Zima. was marketed in like Ziekeriches in
0: Switzerland, like the, the Netherlands, in Switzerland. IKEA. Yeah. We have someone in Switzerland. Do we? Yes,
4: we do. Yes,
0: we do. Eric
2: Oliniac. They probably stay pretty. New- they don't vote in polls because they gotta stay neutral.
0: Come
1: <laughs> uh, Mikey. What are you drinking tonight? I've got a uh, a pour of some Grainstone Highland Single Malt, finished in a bourbon barrel. And realized I probably should have just left it in that bourbon barrel because
0: this, this yeah. is this is not a pleasant uh, experience. It's not. It's not at all. I have I have a bottle of the Isla version of that oh it's a, it does not taste very good no i wouldn't
1: recommend but, it no not uh, it's not gonna not something you're gonna see me asking for for so you know before anybody starts filling up my inbox with uh bottles of grainstone
0: see we don't praise every single alcohol we have on here i'll shit on grainstone all day Yeah, you'll do something
3: else. And we shit on Trenton's beer choices, so. (laughs)
0: Uh, Tim, what are you drinking tonight? We've got another
3: bottle of um, Misty Creek Chamberson from Shan Nichols.
4: Yep. Trader Shan.
3: This is a 2008. It's really good. A 2008.
4: 2008. It's vintage. It's vintage. It's vintage.
3: Grand Cru. Well, he he sent Adam home with a 2006 from Ohio.
4: So.
0: yeah ohio Damn. that was the
4: best part of ohio <laughs> i'll
0: tell you what uh I, i've never been more disappointed to hear someone going to stockholm in my life
4: yeah he's he's an awesome guy it was really cool meeting him
0: i know i and, and he'll be back here in new jersey and uh i'll meet up with him when he comes this way
4: what we can't Poor come because we're so far away what kind of bullshit is this
0: oh, you guys can come too.
3: I, he, was, he was in newark
0: i missed him by like two hours you guys can come too I don't think uh, he's been to Texas. Adam, speaking of orgasms, um, what are you drinking tonight?
4: I don't understand that transition, but I'm drinking the same thing as Tim. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> there you go.
0: Fi- you know what? Figure it out. Use your imagination. Use your imagination. Scott, what are you drinking? I am drinking Tomatin 18 because uh, it's Burns Night, and uh, I figured no better way to, to celebrate the great poet of Scotland with a Highland single malt. I'm not going to lie. Adam had a it. Adam you had you had look Adam had on YouTube yeah. today, guys. Yeah, I no. Adam had to look it up. I really
4: yeah, I, I had no idea what anybody was talking about with that.
0: I knew of Burns Night, but I did not know it was tonight because it changes year to year.
4: Why? I, actually, I
0: would. The only Burns I know is Mr. Burns. Oh, see, I like Robert Burns. I, uh, you, as you guys remember, I sang uh, "Parting Glass" on episode thirty, Try no fifty something, it. forty something. I don't know. A while ago. Uh, I like Burns. I like Robert Burns. Speaking of speaking of the UK, uh, I think tonight's show is going to head over to the UK. The London, you mean? The London. Well, there parts parts of both of these movies take place in the London. Yeah, but we're talking about the ride. But the ride also takes. Well, we're talking about <laughs> not Paddington. No, Paddington no, takes place bear, in a whole the different London. bear. This oh one wears much God. less clothing.
2: I'm yes. gonna start treating bears like birds if we don't hurry up. <laughs>
4: Oh, wait, I like little tirade on birds. <laughs> they're useless. And it took eight minutes to get
3: that angry little Amish man out. I
1: don't
0: like birds. birds That's a record. All of them.
4: Birds, bears, and sand. They eat, yes. Adam, what are we doing tonight? We are actually talking about all the creations of Mr. Toad and leading to what it started out being to what it ended up being in Disney So World. it's... It's time to go back
0: to school, isn't it?
4: A little bit. Time to get your Disney doctorate.
0: Let's get that Disney doctorate.
4: That's what we call it, right? Because I'm not sure. There was something.
0: Doctorate of Disney History. Close enough. Something like
4: that. (laughs) I don't remember. I knew there were other letters in there. I couldn't think of them. All right. So Scott's going to actually start us off because Mr. Toad in Disneyland was actually the first attraction to open with the title. So,
0: Scott, take it away. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is based on the, uh, based on the film and the book, 19, uh, the 1949 film, uh, The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. And obviously, Mr. Toad is the other half of that um, from the story The Wind in the Willows. So what we have is this recreation of Toad Hall. So in Disneyland, they have a total recreation of Toad Hall as the facade of the, of the ride in the queue. And when you go in there, you go in through the queue, and you go in through Toad Hall. You go through the the main area, which has these um, giant murals and giant artistic works commemorating all the characters from *Wind in the Willows*. Um, you uh, you have marble busts of uh, you know Molly, Ratty, Mr. Toad, uh, Mr. Badger, all of these guys, M- Mr. Mick Badger, because he's Scottish. Uh, and uh, and it's a really great cute it it actually does a lot of nods back to walt disney's love of trains um it it has a little nod to the disney crest in there if you can find it on the big mural it's pretty cool uh but you begin by uh you begin your journey by loading into a uh, like a 1904 car like an old car um and where you're gonna drive through the countryside of england is similar to what Toad does in the movie The Wind in the Willows. He becomes obsessed with this motor car that he sees, and he wants to drive all over town and wrecking things, and so it becomes a wild ride through town. Uh, you start by crashing into the library where McBadger is teetering upon a ladder with a stack of books, and they look like they're going to fall on you. They don't. You then go through the uh, the hallway into the, into the uh, living room where there's a fireplace. You go through the fireplace... Into a fiber optic simulated scattering of embers, which is actually pretty cool for 1955. Was uh, that pretty there impressive back then? It was always there. Uh, they've now updated it with uh, projection stuff, so it's it's pretty cool. Um, going through there, you you leave out the front door, narrowly avoiding following uh, the falling suit of armor, and you're in. Uh, the main toad hall, and you see the weasels, who are the, the main bad guys from the, from the movie, swinging from the chandeliers. And finally you enter the dining room uh, where there's Molly eating the dinner, uh, eating at the dinner table, and uh, you knock him aside and bust out of the wall, and you're in the countryside of, uh, of England. So there you go through Ratty's house, you, you aggravate the policemen, you terrorize the farmers, the sheep, uh, you head to the docks. You look like you're going to plunge into the river, and then you get a sharp turn and you're in a warehouse full of explosives. You nearly die there. Things are, you know, blowing up around you. You head out of there where you go to Winky's Pub. Winky's Pub has Mr. Winky, who's the bartender who uh, frames Mr. Toad. <laughs> <laughs> he frames Mr. Toad in the movie. Um,. And then finally you enter the town square where uh, Toad and Cyril Proudbottom are in the center of town. Uh, Cyril Proudbottom is the horse that he that is his friend. And finally, uh, you get arrested. So you go into a juryless courtroom where the judge essentially sentences you to prison. Um, and then you go into prison. And then you break out of prison. And finally, this is the best part... You get onto the uh, railroad tracks and you collide head-on with a train because you know why not? Uh, so after you after you die, you obviously because you stole a car you stole a car and you're going on a wild ride. You go to hell, right? So uh, not anything inspired by the movie at all. This, and this is the weird part: there is no depiction of hell in the movie, but there's hell in the ride for some reason.
1: It's like the second half of Jurassic Park 2. None of that shit was in the movie. <laughs> Fucking
0: T Rex running through the middle of San Diego, right? So, so you go through there, uh, and the cool part about this is the entire room is heated, so they have heat lamps like blasting heat on you, so it feels like you're in a, you know, in a in hell, and uh, you finally pass by the demon who resembles the judge from the courtroom scene, and you get a reprieve from hell slash purgatory. And you escape back to the ride's loading and unloading area where you disembark. And that is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride in Disneyland. Please.
4: Now, I'm going to talk about the major differences between the Disneyland attraction and the second attraction to open in Walt Disney World. Um, It was an opening day attraction back in 1971. And it was modeled after the Disneyland attraction, except there were some major differences here. One of the biggest ones was that this was the, one of the f- first, and still to this day, one of the only rides where, depending on which track you went on, you had a totally different experience, where you had totally different show scenes throughout the attraction. Um, the right track was very similar to the original attraction in Disneyland, minus the f- part with Mr. Winky's Tavern that wasn't on this side. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Every time you say Mr. Winky, Trenton is like a little (laughs) schoolboy.
4: Okay, so so we do have something that does actually make Trenton laugh and not angry, (laughs) and that's Mr. Winky.
0: Winky. (laughs) Is it safe to say Trenton is a big fan of Mr. Winky? I don't even know what he looks like.
2: I just like his name.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, he made an appearance in Ace Ventura. <laughs> During the big reveal. Say hello to Captain Winky. <laughs> so but it, it, <laughs> she was packing.
4: <laughs> I think the only thing that's a little bit different is that on the right track, when you actually go to jail, there are actual weasels in the jail assaults, And the weasels actually have a shootout with the police. And there were just red lights in their guns simulating some gunfire. And then you do end up on the same railroad crossing after the shootout, scene after the escape from jail, and yeah, you're on the railroad tracks and you die again. <laughs> now I,
0: I mean I mean <laughs> hey, it makes sense. But I mean Well, it is a dark ride.
4: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a very dark ride. Very um, dark, dark. That ride. was very
0: that was very meta, Mikey. Thank you. The
4: really cool thing about this though is when you actually got hit by the train, all you see is the white light of the train coming at you. Right, and it, it sounds like an impact. So it, it's, it's one of the easiest effects, but it's done really well. From the left track is where it gets a little bit different. And you do not, again, you do not pass through the same thing. So you actually start in Toad's Trophy Room. Then you go to a kitchen and then a gypsy camp. After going through the one-way street and rounding the plaza, the one-way street was in both of them with the police signaling for traffic. You go into Mr. Winky's Tavern. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Winky, Winky, <laughs> Winky. <Get the> <laughs> oh, God. Is that, is that the name of the brewery you work at? If it's not, it really should be. Mister I'm going to file the name change tomorrow,
2: guys. Don't worry. Awesome.
4: So Mr. Winky, who is the bartender, he's holding two beer mugs where you see him standing up. Well, he ducks when Mr. Toad comes in, and the beer mugs are left spinning in the air. The vehicle makes another right turn. And the guests could see the weasels hiding out in the tavern among the ale barrels. So the weasels are kind of the villains for this ride. Um, After that, you go through the night countryside, passing by Ratty House. And the vehicles reach, guess what? Another railroad crossing, where because you're drunk driving from drinking beer, you get hit by a train and you go to hell.
2: (laughs) This is a kid's ride. This is a great kid's ride. All kinds of family fun. (laughs) Very
3: kid-friendly.
4: But actually, this ride actually closed after our last trip to hell, back on September 7th, 1998. And there was quite an uproar when this ride closed. It was the first attraction that had the warning that this ride was closing, and people collectively lost their shit. Well, (laughs) we're going to pass this hot mess off to Trenton now. (laughs) So, he can talk about Winnie the Pooh, which opened June 4th, 1999. So we're going from winky to poo. This episode is
1: ATM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Triton's getting ready to talk.
2: Am I? Am I? Oh yeah, it's your turn, man. Tell all right. us all that. So this many fantastic of... fucking whirlwind ride in Mr. Toad's Jalopy, where you're going getting drunk and and ending your life by a train and then going to hell and then ending up fine anyway in some twisted turn of fuckery. Um, they replaced all that with this dumbass poo ride.
4: Here's the angry chat that we know and love. (laughs) (laughs) Angry Amish! Angry
2: Amish! It's a real poo (laughs) ride, so... Um, they replaced it with that now, and I'm not excited about it, but I'm gonna tell you about it anyway. Um... So when, he's when really go
0: gonna, he, folks, he's really gonna sell you on this ride. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah, I'm gonna you're make you really want
2: to ride this. You are gonna sh- fast pass this shit out. It's the only of way this. that anyone should ever ride this, I wouldn't waste a fast pass on it, but I'm not waiting fucking 90 minutes in line for this. Never mind.
3: Anyway, <laughs> fast pass the shit out of some poo. So after you
2: go <laughs> through the, the anyway, <laughs> when you go through the old boring queue that was the original, you would then get to the loading area where you would see these. Dirty, sticky, oozing honey pots that you had to get into. The vehicles are—you uh, you go through and you pass uh, large storybook pages, which are representative of the Pooh books that uh, most of you might have read as children. I did not because they are fucking dumb. The vehicle arrives in the Hundred Acre Woods then on a uh, blustery day, which is based on Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day. Which is a real fucking creative name. So, you go in, and in this area, there's a bunch of... They're not animatronics, I think they're just... Figures, no, there's right? animatronics. Yeah, around. Yeah. Okay, they okay move. so Piglet is holding on to a broom and being spun around because it's so fucking blustery, and Pooh's holding to, him, to a balloon, and he's flying around, um, trying to reach for some honey off of his balloon, and Eeyore's s- sitting on the ground like, fucking just trying to patronize Pooh, I guess. Um, after that section of the ride, we move on to Owl's home, which is the coolest part of the ride, in my opinion, because there's a picture of uh, Jay Thaddeus Toad himself handing over the deed to Mr. Owl. Uh, there's also a picture in there of Pooh greeting Moley, who is Mr. Toad's sidekick, um, which is a, is, a, is a cool little... Uh, Throwback to to the better ride that was here previously, but they couldn't fit in Mister Winky. Yep, yeah, they couldn't put Mister Winky right there in Al's bedside table. It, it was it was just it was a tight spot. There's no room. Even
4: with all that honey, they couldn't figure out how to get it in. You can
2: also find a tribute to Mister Toad at the Haunted Mansion uh, pet cemetery. Um, there's a uh, I believe it's a a gravestone for Mister Toad. it like a little statue. Yeah. It's a headstone. Um, it's yeah, so hard to say if it's a
1: tribute or just his grave. Probably his grave.
4: He did go to hell. Yeah.
1: Mr. Toad grave.
2: Toad grave. Toad grave. Um, <laughs> frog's leap.
4: So
3: the ride. This. That sounds like the name of an emo band. Yeah. Toad grave. Toad grave.
2: So after that section, uh, you're gonna come to another giant page of the the Pooh book, uh, where all of a sudden Tigger bounces out at you, jumps out, and. Uh, you, you start bouncing in the, uh... The ride vehicle itself. The uh, the hydraulics underneath the ride move you up and down like you're bouncing with Tigger through the 100-acre wood. Um... Tigger bounces all around... And... Uh, upside down and all around. And he's all fucking coked up or whatever. He's wrong with him. And it transpires into, uh... Tigger in Pooh's house. And he's holding him down. And he's telling him all about the Heffalumps and the Woozles. And... Uh, Pooh falls asleep and magically floats up into the sky and everything gets dark and then all of a sudden the ride vehicles then move into a a dark room with a bunch of you know black lights and um then you see this is where you get into the heffalumps and woozles section of this acid trip part of the ride um you go through all that...
3: Well, Pooh was tripping balls.
2: Yeah, apparently. He was sleeping. He was tripping balls. <laughs> fucking he was wicked, That's a wicked dream. Him. Um. So it's all crazy in that section, and then, after all that ends, it doesn't. none of it really makes any sense. It's just the heffalumps and woozles, and that song plays. It gets stuck in your fucking head for the rest of the day. That's and not then, the song.
4: It's not the song. It doesn't play? No. It's
0: not the song that gets trapped in your head. <laughs> no, the one that gets trapped in your head is... The rain, rain, rain comes down, down, down. The rushing, rising river. Mm, no,
1: yeah, no. for, it's for me it's the, the heffalumps and Woozles Because I even like it because it. See, I like that song. I Halloween
3: hate party. the rainy day song. I hate that song. And that's sorry. the one that
2: gets stuck in
0: you. So We're all yeah. We're all charity these tonight. songs, these songs <laughs> are the Sherman Brothers' like
2: finest. So after that, um, after that section, you move into uh, the Hundred Acre Wood once again, and. There's rain and clouds painted on the wall, and there's thunder and lightning, and the Hundred Acre Wood is there's a there's a thunderstorm, and the ride vehicles begin to float, or the the illusion that you're floating, um, and it's really just you moving up, you're you're at the hydraulics once again, um, you know there's you know everyone's just playing in the rain, and Tigger and Owl are trying to save Piglet and. Yeah, the ride vehicles move and Pooh's flying around on the wind. Uh, the vehicles then move into the final scene of the, the ride where uh, everyone but Pooh is celebrating the rain going away. Pooh's, Pooh's enjoying a big sticky load of honey. Just a big oozing load right in his fucking mouth.
4: Jesus. And then
2: the book ends. You can't make this shit up, people. R. go back to the low <laughs> area. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Tim is up next to the actual ride that didn't actually close Mr. Toad, but since we talked a little bit about Winnie the Pooh, we're going to talk about Winnie the Pooh in Disneyland.
3: Yeah, and Winnie the Pooh and Disneyland closed their country bears, which, good riddance, because I hate that ride. It's a great It's
1: attraction. not that
0: bad. It's horrible. It's bad. To, horrible, from what it bad. used to be, it's bad. No. It's, it's bad horrible. now.
4: That's what I'm saying they it, it, they it, yeah that's a different show i
0: haven't I haven't gone on it since they uh since they cut it down, but yeah different show different yeah, so, different show
3: so on April eleventh two thousand and three, the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh opened in Disneyland now some of the differences between Disneyland's and Walt Disney World starts with the queue you start outside uh the whole area just looks like the hundred acre woods it's part of uh Critter Country. In Disneyland. And you... The beginning of the queue, you walk through... It looks like a a covered bridge. And then you walk in. The next difference is the ride vehicles. Instead of a poop pot, you sit in a beehive. With oozing honey. And then the the differences continue. The storyline is totally... Out of whack from the Walt Disney World, you start off with the blustery day, and then you go to the dreaded rainy day room, which I cannot stand in either ride, because that song gets stuck in my head, and it's probably the
4: worst song ever. I'm not even allowed to like play it in the car. I get to no. you know that. <laughs> or in the house.
3: But after that you see Tigger is bouncing around and he says, Come follow me, and you come across a sea where Pooh has eaten too much honey and he's sleeping. And this is their version of the Heffalops and Woozles room. Which is very similar to the Walt Disney World room. Dark room, black lights, Daglo painted scenery. It's all 2D to simulate the dream. And then after that scene you pass through Pooh. Stuck in the honey tree. is gorging on honey and his barrels of honey and pots of honey everywhere. And he's still sleeping, so you hear a voice saying, Pooh, wake up, Pooh. It's your birthday, wake up.
1: Handle your high <laughs> hand. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: Mellow out, Pooh. <laughs> so <laughs> the next scene is, is uh Pooh's birthday where all his friends gather together and his presents everywhere and decorations. And that bring it's a very short ride because right after that it brings you to the very end of the ride where it's just a long like hallway with swinging wooden doors decorated in all of the presents that each one of his friends give you gives him you get a stack of presents from Piglet a stack of presents from Rabbit Eeyore Owl and then you that's the end of the ride you go back outside the other difference is that this ride actually has its own standalone gift shop separate from the ride you don't exit out into the gift shop
0: it's called Pooh's Corner. It's not a shitty room just
3: that clogs everything up. Yeah. So you, you have a choice to go into it or not
2: to go into it.
4: And last but not least, wrapping this whole poo mess up is Mikey with the exterior.
2: Mikey's the diaper with the part that might actually have fucking poo on it.
0: <laughs> on.
2: It, probably <laughs> it probably does. <laughs> yeah, there's,
0: a, there's like a 98% chance it does. There's some E. coli and Ebola there's, there's going the on in there
1: still a 2% chance it doesn't. Okay, yeah, we're going to talk about the Pooh queue.
2: Literally, as part
1: of the Fantasyland expansion, the queue for Winnie the Pooh, it, it was remodeled and made more interactive. Um the outside uh, of the queue, the, the current outside of the queue is actually kind of built up where like half of it looks like an, an old-time um brick wall like you might see around the london area and um further on down from that you, it kind of transitions less from like city more toward countryside and, and you get more of you know uh, built up mounds um with like stick fencing in it and that that basically is the hard barrier that separates the disney or that separates the uh, the queue from the actual you know pedestrian traffic uh of, of Fantasyland, which, if you've ever seen the way those kids act in that queue, it's a damn good thing they've got some type of uh, fence or net or, you know, shock collars or Oh, that would be fun. <coughs> shock collars. <Anything. laughs> it would be. That, that, I'd fast pass yeah, Um So, you know, you get in there, you walk under the sign that says, you know, the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. And, like, the first thing you see, which is damn near um, – a uh, a landmark is Mr. Sanders' house, which is the house that Pooh lives in, and it is it is large enough that kids can walk into it. Um, most adults can crawl into it. <laughs> Scott can walk into it.
0: I have been inside that treehouse.
1: We believe it. I have no doubt. <laughs> um, Just saying. It it it's it's it, 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 it's it's a good-looking replica of a fake tree. Um,
2: <laughs> and you're a fucking Keebler elf. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> oh. My wife loves those EL fudges. Scott's if you got it, the hookup. Okay, Ernie, if you can make that happen for me, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> There's some there's, there's 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 some Disney history about this particular tree. Um, it started its life across the road from where it's currently located in uh, what used to be Pooh's playful spot, which I think Are you sure it
2: wasn't the playful Pooh spot.
1: <laughs> no, I, I I'm I'm pretty sure. I think the, uh, it, was real, the it was a real
2: tight joint. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Mr. Winky hangs out down there, and and you know if if you if you massage it just right.
0: No, no, don't do that. Don't do it.
2: Oh, the honeycomb. Okay,
0: sorry. <laughs> per- oh,
1: <laughs> I know. I'm not. It, you got to be a pro state for that. So yeah, the tree was over there. The, the Pooh's Playful Spot, which is basically just like a romper room for kids, where the parents could just turn them loose, and they had like this little jungle gym kind of set up with the big tree but what uh what used to be in the playful spot location is the original 20,000 leagues under the sea attraction. And um you know, it, uh, Disney didn't fill that crater in to put a playground there. I mean, that attraction had some issues when it when it when it was finally uh, you know, the plug was pulled on it. They still mess it. Many. But as 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 an homage to that attraction, just like uh the letters and photographs that are in owls room during the uh the ride you've got a uh, a silhouette of a nautilus ride vehicle that's been you know kind of made to look like it was carved into one of the wooden beams that supports the doorway going into Pooh's house so it was a a nod back to the attraction that it you know replaced and then when they moved it over to the uh to where many adventures is located, you know. Obviously, that, that that's that's still there. They didn't just like spackle over it and say, you know what, ah, fuck you,
0: Nemo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then they'd think, why are they all pissed off at the fish? So, anyway, I love the tree. Disney, they can build the shit out of some fake trees, uh, like nobody's business, like Baobabs, Tree of Life's, and poo trees. So, um. Uh, Taking you on through this queue, you walk past the poo tree, and you come to, uh, like, Trenchin, 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 Trenton had alluded to a larger-than-life page out of a book, which uh, those are all up and down the queue as well. And this one actually kind of sets up the story you're about to take, and it, it, it's, it's basically just a map of the 100-acre uh, woods, and it, it just shows you some of the different areas you're going to pass through as you walk along the queue. Um, it's got all the different characters, houses, which you do come across more or less while you're, while you're walking. And I will say something kind of interesting, um, looking at this image, I didn't notice it when I rode the attraction the first time, but the, uh, the compass that's on, on that map, instead of it, you know, having an NSEW for North, South, East, and West, it simply has a P-O-O and an H. And... The uh I'm not that O C D and I'm fine with the letters, but I don't know if I'm looking at a compass and I got two of the same letter on it, that's just gonna fuck some people up, man.
0: It's but it's it's also like that in the actual book. So when you open the front cover, you actually have a map of the hundred acre wood and look, Pooh Bear is a very narcissistic character. He likes stories about himself. And so I Obviously the map is of his home and the compass is all about him.
1: Okay, yeah. Uh, so as you uh get past that, that page right in that same area, instead of coming across where Tigger lives, which I'm not entirely sure if Tigger has a house. No. No. Or he's like He's a Vagabond. He's kind of like he's kinda of like Kramer, except Kramer had a house.
3: Yeah, he's kind of a vagabond, I That's think. That's
1: exactly what he is. There was this area. Um, It was like a a, a, a kind of a playground for kids. You had this soft playground type floor that was squishy like a sponge and scattered throughout this floor. Um, You had all these colored discs that were orange with black stripes, you know, like like Tigger asses. And this was called Tigger's Jumping Place. And you would basically be able to go over there And hop around from tigger spot to tigger spot. And it was an assisted jump. So it wasn't like jumping on like this, you know, um, spandex, you know, trampoline kind of thing with exposed springs. Um, It's hard to to explain unless you think of basically like a -a whack-a-mole. But the mole doesn't go under the ground. It stays flush. And then when you jump on it, it bounces you up. That's kind of what's going on here. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Disney Disney legal said, Hey, this looks cool, you can't do this.
0: I'm just I mean, I just don't even know how this got past planning.
1: Because This got to full blown imagineering and it was released and it was like open for like no, one year. So. I don't know how long There's videos of it. There on are YouTube, videos of
0: like the Disney Imagineers like jumping on these things like prior this, to it opening and saying, Oh, this is great, kids are gonna love this and all I could think was someone's losing a foot
2: snapping one of those little snot nosed legs right in half see but
3: they were flush so i'm guessing this is pre-jr right because he would never have let that fly
0: no no this is post-jr uh joe Roddy was still was definitely an imaginarian at this point no this would have been tony baxter Tony Baxter would have been ahead of, ahead of Imagineering in '99. All right, but wasn't it
4: flush with the ground, so it would be hard to get a kid's foot caught in it? No, because it it, it
1: goes down about three inches, maybe four inches before it. See, I, want you to up. Say
4: I saw these in action. I don't clearly remember if I did or didn't.
1: I mean, it, it they go down deep enough where they could grab a toe when it spits. But you I up think it and, was. And it's, it's a bad I don't deal. think
4: it was hollow. On the inside, I think they made it like a wall when it went down, so you couldn't put put your foot there. You follow what I mean?
2: It's still as so dangerous as fuck.
4: So, so the
1: guy who's the guy who engineered that didn't throw up a red flag and say, "Hang on, if we have to do this to make someone not get hurt, maybe we just shouldn't." Dude, you're do just just so yeah, just close. Well. That was dangerous. So,
0: so it actually this was actually uh, signed off on by uh, Marty Sklar. He was the the yeah, he was the head guy at. at From 2000 to 2007.
1: So, yeah, this this whole thing got cut. It got, you know, broken down, paved over, and, like, you know, any good thing at Disney, they said, hey, let's put a people eater here, and it became a character meet. Um, Usually you get Pooh and one of his many friends from the uh, the woods there. So, yeah, no tigger, uh, no jumping thing. All all you have is, uh, I think, the mailbox that says T-I-double-gut-er, but got a mailbox, going from but no that, house. yeah, no house. Maybe, maybe that. Well, I mean, you got to get your mail somewhere. Okay. You got to get that Probably check. So um, after after Tegler, you get the uh, the travesty that is just a a, a big ass no uh, page out of the book once again. That says that that's just a picture of Piglet's house, um, and that's it. You get a picture of Piglet's house and the sign of trespassers will and and that there's no there's no there's no real house there that's all you get that that's, that's all you get for piglet which i think is shitty well
0: you've already taken tigger away
1: piglet's house was washed away on the
0: rainy day no piglet's house was given away by piglet or by eeyore to owl
1: but the house should still exist it does in the book it doesn't get washed away until during the ride thing so it should still be here because you haven't done the ride yet. But hey, Eeyore's house is there, so you know, you've got a pile of sticks. Okay, so yeah, getting past Eeyore, getting past the non-existent piglet, you come across uh, basically Rabbit's Domain with all these raised vegetable gardens set up, and this is where the queue kind of takes a turn for the worse, because up until now, your kids have been right alongside you, and you can backhand them when they start getting out of line. Now, not so much, because now it's just freaking chaos. Uh, The queue... The parents go down one side and kids are free to roam through all the in, in interactive aspects of the queue. You've got uh squishy fruit and squishy vegetables. You've got sunflowers that you spin around and they go jingle, jangle, 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 jingle, jingle, jangle, 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 jangle. So the only reason to even deal with the, the the squishy fruit and squishy vegetables and the the pinwheel of the uh jingle jangle sunflowers is because they got this badass display with all these uh, mechanical gophers that you walk up and you step on these uh, little uh, sensors that are on the ground and when you step on it the gopher jumps up out of this hole and starts talking you know shit to you starts throwing shade at you and saying some funny stuff in cute little gopher sounding uh, voices and I mean it's it's pretty cool it's the only thing about this cue that actually looks moderately interesting to me like I would actually leave my wife and walk over there and play with these gophers and see how quick I like, get them to pop up and down I'd be able to be looking like fucking Dance Dance Revolution and have all of them popping up and going like crazy <laughs> hit no you mother- get them of here, damn kid
2: squeezing the squishy egg
0: plant. So, but
1: they're not in the book anyway no they're not in the book. They're not in the book, you know. It's a good thing, though, that that Disney thought about guys like me because they actually built two of these gopher displays. So while I'm in front of one, jumping around, slinging my hands like I walked to a spider web, the rest of these little snot bags can be over there playing with the others. Um, and that's that's Rabbit's house. Um, you've got his garden, which he doesn't like gophers. I didn't even like gopher, for that matter. Who Who is... Uh, I'll say it again. I think gopher is like the gopher king because he's like twice the size of these gophers in the
4: queue. Well, maybe he was hanging out in Rabbit's garden and Rabbit was using some not safe genetic practices to make his vegetables big.
3: Maybe he grew up at Chernobyl.
4: Maybe it's the
1: ooze. Oh, that's, that's what honey it is. The honey <laughs> <box>. <laughs> it's the honey ooze. It's the the honey, the poos. <laughs> <laughs> the secret of the poos. <laughs> oh, Shit. good God. Oh, boy. It's
0: <laughs> a dad joke right there. Oh,
1: God. Hey, listen here, man. Okay, so you get past uh, gopher uh, or, or rabbit and the gophers and stuff like that, and you get this... If you weren't annoyed by the cue yet, this is the point where you're going to just... Beg for the sweet release that only death can bring you, because when you pass this, you get this, this, this cage, um, that I can't figure out what it has anything to do with the world of Pooh, the world of Disney, the world of anything other than that. It's just, just, just like a, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a shitty part of the queue. And there's even a big page that I looked at, and I paused somebody's walkthrough of the queue to to, to read what it said. And the page had nothing to do with this contraption. The page talks about uh, a, a game that Winnie the Pooh likes to play uh, with him and Christopher Robin. And it's called Pooh Sticks. So I was like, well, yeah, shit, this sometimes, must be Pooh
3: Sticks. It's called Spackle. It does.
1: Sometimes you end up with one of them with a clinger on the <laughs> back of the. Anyway, so I'm looking at what Pooh Sticks is, okay guys, and Pooh Sticks is a game that Winnie the Pooh developed because he likes himself, so he named it Pooh, which goes back to the narcissism, but it also has sticks, which that's literally it. It's Winnie the Pooh dropping a stick off a bridge, and then... Poo walking to the other side to see which stick came out the first. Which, now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure the sticks would cross well before Pooh got his fat furry ass to the other side of the bridge to look over and well, see.
0: Well, the real game in the in the England because it's all over England and more not, so not just in the London. More well, it's it's outside London in the Oxford, um, or the other place that we don't talk about well, the shadow. Because if you drop a, a stick
3: into the Thames, I'm sure you won't see it again.
0: Well, okay, so there's many, 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 many tributaries of the Thames. And the Thames in London is very big. And the Thames, as you go outside towards, like, Hampton and f- even further west of that, is very small. So you can jump across the Thames at one point. But Not can you play in...
4: poo sticks?
0: Well, I'm yes sure that, well, there's, there's probably plenty of poo in the Thames. Yeah, well, yes, there is. But in in the England, okay... So the game is basically you stand at one end of this bridge in Oxford, just outside of London, and you drop your sticks in the, in the, on one side of the bridge and you run to the other side. And then there's a judge at the, uh, you know, further downstream a little bit, not too far, but far enough downstream where there's a race of these sticks downstream and whoever sticks crosses the finish line wins. What and is, it's a it real gets? thing.
4: So now what happens uh, if you don't decide to run? Because there's a judge.
0: Well, I mean, you don't have to run, but you the you know the spirit of it is to run to the other side and see I who's don't crosses we can first. Run anywhere we're talking twenty five feet tops yeah, I mean well, first of all, the bridge is only like five feet wide it's not it's not a big bridge uh but yeah i mean they they go downstream and the winner is the winner, and there's actually a competition, a world championship competition and
1: there is. It's been going on for 34 years. And because
0: naturally it's in Oxford, obviously Cambridge has to have a team and they compete. The colleges compete.
4: Why do I just think of this as somebody created this game at like, then when they went camping and they decided to make it a drinking game?
1: I think realistically everybody has stood on a bridge over a creek and dropped something in it and then went to the other side to see
4: if it came yes, back Yes, but they well. never made oh. a race out of it.
3: We, we grew it's, up in the city, so you drop it in the street after it rains when there's a stream of water running down the sidewalk. <laughs> That's how we do it in the city.
0: Yeah,
1: Georgie, we all float down here.
0: <laughs> Adam, Adam, it's it's the UK. There is most likely ale involved. Yeah, I can't picture this.
4: Somebody <laughs> had to be pretty drunk to say, oh, this is cool. Let's make it a sport.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, here's the deal. They,
1: they do this.
4: <clears throat> well,
1: the World Poo Stick Championships is... A charitable competition. All the proceeds go to charity. Um, they do have a grand marshal, the Pooh for a day, who has to walk around in a hot ass poo costume with yellow face paint, looking like Sidney Waggesbeck. <laughs> <laughs> Cajun Oslo. clowns,
0: man. Let's get let's get to the most disgusting part of this queue.
1: Okay, so after you've um still you've walked past this contraption of kids rotating gears and balls popping ping pong balls popping loudly and cra- and, and it just makes no sense. There's no there's no reason for this. You walk past that because you just got to get away from it. And then you've got another pair of uh, of big ass book pages, and they convey the story of Pooh trying to infiltrate a beehive via the balloon Trenton mentioned before. Obviously, he failed because he didn't really look like a bee. And um, bees make honey, and honey oozes. As we and know, better surface for for honey to ooze than a vertical surface. And you've got um, again the same people that thought the uh, <clears throat> the Tigger hopping pads of death were a good idea decided. Hey, this new thing is out right now where you can touch a screen and it interacts to your fingers. Let's make. These screens look like honey's oozing down it, and you can wipe it away with your hand, and kids can draw stuff on it, and you can put your initials, and it gets covered up by the next wave of ooze that comes down. So, they put these four there's four of these big ass screens they got set up, and they got like this, uh, you know, bezel around it, so it just doesn't look like, you know, a big Samsung display. And it's just nothing. You get up there, and this is the part of the attraction that the adults get in on because it's like, oh, cool. And invariably, you end up with four screens with dicks. You end up with four screens of people just drawing dick pics. Uh, but you can't but,
0: really the, draw a dick pic because they go away really quick. Yeah. E. coli
1: screens. If you draw
4: quickly enough. Well, there's can. actually something behind those screens. There's actually more pages of the book behind those screens of houses and stuff. If you actually get yeah. somebody to wipe it all away. I remember seeing it.
0: Yeah, there are yeah, there are images that, behind it. That's
1: what you gotta do. You gotta have somebody well, there was somebody a, drawing uh like, like, like drawing the balls and the shaft and someone is as rubbing as hard as they can to make sure that no more honey comes down well, and We literally it saw keep it, keep it a clean.
3: woman Almost lay on the whole screen and did like snow angels on the thing. Yeah, trying to wipe as much as the honey as she could. She's probably dead by now because of what she caught from that screen. But <laughs> she
4: she got MRSA. She has like the staph infection that like eats your skin. <laughs> she <grew the> <laughs> this, this she's got
0: Ebola virus. Three sheets. Uh, <laughs> Her first e. Coli,
1: e coli challenge. I want someone to clear one of those displays so we can see what's with their it. tongue. Ew, Tim. No, necessarily. <laughs>
3: Come on, we're gonna plus it. you got to plus it up.
1: I'm not against it. No, don't don't lick it clean. But uh, yeah, let's let's get some pictures from from people who are out there. Some three sheets listeners. Uh, clear the screens.
0: You, you know what? You know what? Tim she, Sheeters know how to cross the line. Very good. My problem the line. with
2: this this whole screen is is that touching yeah, it. That's the part that I don't like.
0: Cause it's Oh, oozing. dude. Yeah. Oh no. I, I, I look. You can just I'm see all the for, streaks I'm all for fun.
3: and the fucking snot and <laughs> ugh, just the nastiness on that screen. It looks like it rained boogers on the screen.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm all for fun, but man, no. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Even like, I'm I'm not a germaphobe. I really am not. And I'll be like with Ethan. I'll be like, oh, it's fine. Gee, the five second rule. This is when I draw the line. Dude,
2: yeah. this I'll eat is something where off I the floor in my
0: own house. it be there for like a minute. I don't even want to look at this fucking wall. I would eat something off the floor in Disney World rather than touch this place. Oh, fuck you. Oh, you Hell no. Dude,
2: That's that another screen big looks like no. the nope. underside of a no.
0: desk in an elementary school.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 it makes the ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese look
2: like an listen, operating You area. don't even have
3: to touch it. You can hover over it. Yeah, and, and it'll still work. But
2: I don't even want to get that close to that fucking thing. You know those booger germs are jumping off the Whoa. screen at you.
0: I would drop my turkey leg on the ground, brush it off, and eat it before nope. I touch the... Nope. Wind the be I would drink a that cup idea, of water nope.
2: out of Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: You know what you could do, though? Nope. Yeah. You can take your turkey leg, and you can wipe the screen down with that.
4: <laughs> no! No! No, but you're going to drop it on the floor and eat it. So that's so much
0: better. I would rather... I'm just saying... These sound more disgusting than than that the floor. screen looks no, like hepatitis concrete.
2: if it was a picture.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there are photographs. Yeah, I was just gonna say, does I it look like that fucking
4: screen? It it look look <laughs> if you took a swab,
3: if you took a swab of that screen and put it in a fucking petri dish, I'm sure you'd find a new disease. I'm Did, sure it would
0: grow. It would grow vertical, not outward. <laughs>
2: so once again, can we address the fact that these things hold up the fucking line? Yeah.
0: Yeah. See,
2: but.
1: I, I don't think they hold them up that much because that's like the very front part of the queue. From there, you can see the vehicles, and those kids are like, by the time you get to the fourth one of these walls, they just want to get in The walls hold
2: up the car. In line. comparison to Carly. Seven Dwarfs Mind Train, it's the same thing. So then the... you just
4: walk by the punks who were stuck on the line. So then, then you get fucking
2: yelled at, and I got to fucking hockey fight somebody in the line to win you the fucking poo? Oh, no, we do.
4: I never got yelled at for doing it. I
3: never got yelled at. For I'll either,
4: ta- are you gonna go, and then if you're not gonna go, you're gonna let your kid play. I'm moving on.
1: Just kick him in the back of the knee, that way they buckle, but doesn't produce any long kick term him damage. in the front
2: of the knee, so it bends back like a flamingo.
4: Okay, but look who we're talking about. We're talking about Angry Beard. <laughs> I
2: know.
4: People buy him booze, and buy him
1: dinner because yeah. he. Oh, <laughs> <throw> shit. <laughs> <Adams>. <laughs> After a
2: shade, that's about it.
1: After the, uh, yeah, the the wall of E. coli, then you pretty much just get on the, the ride. I mean, it, you go through some some um, basic queue styles, I guess, with railings, and you get up there and they say, get in your poop pot, and you're like, okie-dokie, and the rain, rain, rain came down, down, down. And that's the that's that's the queue. Um that's about it. The only only thing I can say about this is it is a germ-riddled orgy of anarchy <laughs> from the moment you get past the tree. I mean, for all of our poo jokes, there's a significant chance that there's shit on something. <laughs> if not everything. <laughs> Honest to God feces, if you touch anything in this queue, you yes. will have basically fisted
0: someone. <laughs> okay. uh, um. (laughs) so now adam before we go on i wanted to just do a couple of you know interesting trivia bits because at we here at the uh fine learning institute oh yeah this
4: is fine learning we've talked about shit and
0: winkies (laughs) (laughs) we want to make sure that you impress your friends with your knowledge of poo Obviously, I think most people know that Paul Winchell provided the voice for uh, Tigger in the series and pretty much all the way up until this ride in Magic Kingdom Open because this ride in Magic Kingdom marks the last time that Paul Winchell ever voiced Tigger. And since that time, uh, Jim Cummings, who is a uh, a voiceover legend, now does Tigger's voice as, long, uh, as well as Pooh and uh, Eeyore. Oh no no that's right that's Peter Cullen that's right I'm forgot that's Optimus Prime. Uh, the other interesting note is that E E H Shepard is the original illustrator of Winnie the Pooh. He's also the original illustrator for Wind in the Willows.
3: No, it's there's a, there's a common thread which is which whole yeah in the
0: show. there's a common thread. E H Shepard illustrated Winnie the Pooh and then later illustrated uh, Toad and uh, the Wind in the Willows. And it's just ironic that both of those rides are kind of, or these properties are connected to each other.
4: All right. Here's the game with this. Your your longest wait for Winnie the Pooh, when does it become to the point where you won't wait for it? Is it five minutes? Is it 40 minutes? What's your actual timeline that you would ride it and then when you wouldn't
2: ride it? I'm being realistic. I wouldn't ride it.
4: Period. So even if there's a five-minute wait?
2: Nope.
0: Okay. okay, all right, that's just being stubborn. Nope. No, that's you don't just even have to stubborn. touch the Petri,
2: Jess. You're not. insane. It's not.
0: I you're would insane. I'm sorry, Trent. You're insane. people watch, then go on poo.
4: Fair enough. Scott? I'd,
0: I'd probably do 30, 35. I would well, not do 35, not, 35. I would do anything
4: post it time, anything 20 and less. I'd do 20.
0: I would do 15 a fifteen-minute wait. Post a time of thirty or thirty-five minutes, and then after that, I would say, "I'll find a way to fast pass it at some point during the trip and come back to it because I love this ride." Oh my god, you're so wrong! Why do you love this ride, though? What well, What is the look, attraction to I mean, the? It's ride literally here? an
2: opinion, and you're still wrong. Well, and he
0: also has a four-year-old kid, so one. I do have a four-year-old kid, and so, so you're
2: forcing this shitty. Car I mean, somewhere. I read
0: I read Winnie the Pooh books to Ethan. I read I have I have a set of everything from when we were young to house at pooh corner and we read the stories and i love winnie the pooh i think he's the epitome of childhood when he when he thinks when he says things like when there are quotes like how do you spell love well you don't spell it you feel it i mean these are just great quotes these are great things like i literally announced our like when andrew and i got pregnant with ethan we announced our pregnancy to a winnie the pooh quote
2: and oh, that's why you love Pooh so much. It's all coming together. Well, it, no, it but is. I, have you can't, a I can't though, blame him for that. I can't
4: fault uh, him for that. That's, but I have a question here, because you even said Pooh is a bit of an egomaniac.
0: Oh, he is, <laughs> well, but he's a... Play, but he's a... No, he's a, but, but, oh. but... Wow. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Wait, listen to me. Listen to me. Look, every child believes the world revolves around them. That's just how children are.
4: Yes, but don't do you want your teach your child better than that?
0: That's the point of Christopher Robin. That's what he does. Christopher Robin kind of guides Pooh on the journey and of life. And, and it basically books. welcomes you to growing up. I mean, I, I invite anyone who's read the, the Winnie the Pooh stories, who's read uh, When We Were Young or Winnie the Pooh or House of Pooh Corner, They're they're wonderful books about teaching you how to grow up.
4: But I'm not talking about the
0: stories. I'm talking about
4: just this attraction. If you can take all that away and just base it on the strength of this attraction, don't think about – it's hard to do, but don't think about that emotional attachment to it.
0: See, Would you it, wait that
4: 30 minutes? I'd
0: still wait 30 minutes because I do why? love the attraction. I love the practical effects of when Pooh – the Pepper's Ghost effect when Pooh floats through the air into his dream. Yes, there's a lot of cardboard in the Heffalumps and Woozle scene. I get that. It's a dark ride. Kind of kind of. why I like that is the nostalgia of old Disneyland with the cardboard rides. Um, but, it, but it mixes a nice – 3D animatronic when you go through the blustery day scene and there's a piglet being strung up by his sweater because he's or by a scarf because he's blowing away in the wind. It's kind of fun.
4: You've also ridden the California one over the Disney World one, correct? Yes. Which one would you choose?
0: Probably, I'd say probably the Disney one, only the Disney World one only because it's a little bit longer it's more um it's more Winnie the Pooh all right i like i like the effects in california i think they did a better job doing the practical effects doing all those things but it's just you got to remember you, they crammed a ride into the country bear theater and then did a little bit outside because they had to because they were desperate for space
4: okay so now if you had sort of like your dream wish kind of situation, and you can extend the Disneyland ride in the Disney World space, would you do that?
0: Uh, I mean, you got to have Disneyland. I mean, they just... No, I'm not saying get rid of the Disneyland one. No. But to put the
4: actual, like, an extended version of the... Make it the same length, but put that in Disney World.
0: Yeah, you got to have the Disneyland. I mean... They you know what, I we've said it before. Disneyland gets a lot of the good stuff first because one, WDI is in Burbank, okay? Let's let's not joke about it. The best imagineers are based out of Burbank. Even Joe Rohde only comes to Disney World when he has to. He spends most of his time in, in Los Angeles. He lives in Los Angeles, he was well he was born in Hawaii, but he, he lives well, there you, now. If you
3: follow his Twitter, he spends most of his time everywhere. Guy, yeah. Yes, well, he everywhere. does. Yes. Yeah the, have yeah, the guy's a nomad.
0: Yeah, the guy's a
4: nomad. Alright, um, Tim, so same question to you, because you've ridden both.
3: I like the theming and the way Disneyland's poo is laid out, and it's just an overall better ride. Even though it's shorter, I think it's just an overall better ride.
0: Also, Tim, the gift shop at oh, Disneyland.
3: The Disneyland gift shop was way better.
0: I mean, I mean, we've all ridden Disney World, right? Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> So angry. He's next. He'll get so his angry. keys to say his um, keys. <laughs> this probably well, this, has the We always the have
0: worst... to have a curmudgeon on the show, so I guess... Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. This probably has the worst exit of any ride ever. Like that... Gift shop is basically like a bottleneck of people. Oh, yeah! It's a tiny ass a room.
3: It, it's like probably just no bigger than the room I'm in right now.
0: Yeah, right. It's like a it's like a fifteen by fifteen room, and everybody has to get out, but everyone wants to stop and shop for poo shit. <laughs> Doesn't it, is it, isn't that a little <laughs> redundant? <laughs> isn't that redundant? All right. And and so at the end of the day, you have a just a shit bottleneck of people trying to get out. and half the people trying to get out half the people trying to stop uh to shop for poo
4: all right now here's the game because we're gonna have to do this because we're all gonna have our opinions and we have to let trenton speak
0: we'll let him speak even though his opinion doesn't matter
4: trenton why do you hate this ride so much besides the oozing poo pots
2: the queue is disgusting
4: would you ride it if the queue
1: was just barren of any interactivity?
2: No, let me finish. The standby queue, disgusting. I'm never gonna fast pass it because Magic Kingdom has three different rides that I would much rather ride and fast pass that need fast passes other than this ride. I didn't grow up liking the Pooh books. I didn't grow up liking the Pooh show. Um it's not entertaining to me. I don't have any connection with the characters. It's uh sub-five-year-old and younger ride for me. I don't care. I It doesn't do anything for me. Uh, I, I don't see a reason to ride it. Like I said, it's more fun to literally fucking people watch in Magic Kingdom than ride this ride.
4: Fair enough. And Mikey, your last opinion.
1: I like the ride. I mean, I... I the queue i dig on how interactive it is yes it is a germ fest and any parent worth a damn walks into disney world with a bottle of Purell. but it you know it i know when when the queue was originally uh you know thought up it was supposed to be parents hold the kids place in line the kids run around and play Parents don't have to stress over what's going on with their kids. Stay here, stay here, stay here, stay here. That was the that, that was the point. But it it, it it devolves very quickly because children don't understand stay you know in line of sight, and parents can't move around because then you lose your place in line. So it, it, it is a paradox um, at its at its core. But I really enjoy the ride. I've done it both times. I've gone to the Magic Kingdom, and I just. I dig on it. I mean, I, I dig on the fact that the, uh, the the ride vehicles bounce up and down along with Tigger, and I even like the, the 2D aspect of, you know, the all the woozles and stuff. Um, it, I just, I like it, and I don't know any current IP that I would replace that attraction with. But again, I grew up watching um, Winnie the Pooh cartoons on TV, okay? So I... I I I loved watching Winnie the Pooh on TV because he was a you know silly old bear. <laughs> yeah, he, he was So,
4: so is I, it is so is it more of a nostalgia thing for you than an actual good attraction? Cuz that's that's the line I find a lot of people on this attraction with is that they're not necessarily loving the attraction but because it's nostalgic for what a b c or d reason then it becomes important.
2: Adam, do you think it's a good run? Now, it, it, had I
4: been
1: going to Disney like you know two and three times a year for the past you know 10 years, I would look at the ride as having nostalgia for me. I, I don't look at it as being nostalgic to the cartoons because it looks like it, it, it is identical to everything I remember from the cartoons just brought to life. But that's um, what not, I mean
4: about that nostalgia I, I, factor.
1: I don't look at it as though it's as though it's a throwback because I guess to me, poo is still a a, a thing. Um, it never really stopped okay. uh, being a thing. Um, I don't know. I w- I will say this. My 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 two cents. I know this Christopher Robin movie that's coming out, uh, live action garbage that Disney's probably going to put together. Instead of this, I would have liked to have seen a Pooh story in the hands of the Pixar animation crew.
0: Oh, yes.
4: That would have been interesting.
0: <sighs> but wait, uh, it would have been,
4: been Very bawling. interesting you, or you'd you'd too digital, bawling. and it yeah. would have been too think, flat.
3: Yeah, Pooh poo deserves to be hand-drawn.
4: Pooh does not with that. A, it's
0: a 2D thing. Yeah.
4: yeah. All right, Tim. Well, then get a good writer. Fuck it. Final thoughts? Are you, What do you think? I'm Good so, attraction, bad attraction.
3: It's an okay attraction. It's a so-so attraction. I'm not going to go out of my way to see it every time we go. But,
0: yeah. Real quick, let's talk about Magic Meltdown. Mikey, we finally, 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 the Glencairn glasses have arrived.
1: As yes, for all of you whiskey and scotch snobs, the Glen. Whoa, 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 the, uh... whoa,
0: whoa, whoa! We don't have to be snobs to use Glencairn glasses.
4: Wait, 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 wait! Yeah. You just bashed this this last scotch. that You both were drinking to hell, so I, oh, I can no, officially call not... us all scotch snobs. It's terrible. It's really terrible. <laughs> it's not good. It's right. I'll drink.
3: Listen, I'll drink scotch out of a red solo cup. I I don't care, but I'm I've been dying for <laughs> these fucking Glencairn oh, glasses.
1: I- for all of you cultured swine that want to appreciate your beverages better, uh dot The magicalmeltdown com. Uh, my production staff has finally got a uh, Glen Cairn that we're selling and shipping out. Oh my god! That
0: doesn't sound bougie one bit. The,
1: um, the dot com <clears throat> has the Glen with the Gracie Manor um, Three Sheets to Mouse logo on it. Um, go get one now because they're sold out. So hurry up! And I'm, I'm kidding. We got we got plenty. That uh, we're filling orders. We've we've we filled a bunch of. Um, we're going to be filling a filled a bunch of orders. Fill a bunch of holes. We've, we've you know what? We've plugged some openings with the my, my my production staff is producing.
0: And if you go over to the Facebook group at Facebook.com/slash/group/slash/three sheets, you can see how uh, how it's made, which there there is a how it's made i'll even do you one better you place
1: an order at the com for glass or drinking ware you'll get one of the very rare and exclusive magical meltdown business cards <laughs> Which do exist, and no one can get unless you order something. Apparently, because that's how we roll <laughs> around here. So, as a free gift, <laughs> you'll, you'll get actually have card. your very own set of two. Um, uh,
0: <laughs> but they're not, they're not uh, just business cards. They are. They're not. No, no. You'll have
1: you'll have a black <laughs> and, and a white uh, cards against humanity card. Put on the back side of it. They're amazing. They are phenomenal. Yeah, MagicalMeltdown.com, TheMagicalMeltdown.com. Go grab uh, the good stuff there because it's, it's great. Get get your whiskey glasses, coffee mugs, coffee uh, mugs. That's all we got is coffee mugs. Pl- um, plenty of stuff over and, there. and And right now, but not when you listen to this. <laughs> yeah, no, right now because this will be out um, in, in time. Uh, MagicalMeltdown.com. Uh, t-shirts are also on sale from T-Public. So get those while they're hot i'm getting ready to go through there and get rid of a bunch of shit because it's not selling so you know who you are if you want something that's not selling you need to go get that like the uh up muppets yeah.
0: i want to i want to thank everyone for joining us this week on three sheets of the mouse if you enjoy the show head over to itunes let us know how we're doing leave a review I mean, it's really a great way for, for other Disney fans like yourself to find the show. And uh, we want to thank a couple of people who've left a review in the last few weeks. Uh, Rachel was here 91 She says, I mean it when I say it. This podcast is a riot. I love listening to it every week. These five average guys as they talk about Disney. The, this podcast is the best. Gotta love that. Shane Harpo. I'm a new listener. My buddy told me about the show. I can't say enough good things about it. These guys are awesome. There's nothing better than sitting around a table or a fire and drinking with your buddies. Now, if you can find people that love Disney as much as I do, that's a win. Finally, a place where I can be a dad and a bro. Keep up the amazing, and that's in all caps, so he's yelling, "Amazing, amazing work, guys!" Uh, and then last, last, uh, last, the the notorious R.I.C. This is a great screen name. The notorious R.I.C. Uh five stars. I am totally hooked exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point These guys are awesome I've been bid binge listening to this podcast for days now. I can't stop. I may need help. I hope to get I hope I get to meet all of these guys someday at Walt Disney World. Drinks are on me and then he made a Mickey Ears with uh, uh with Letters from his from his iPhone. So uh, thank you everybody for who has reviewed the show. Go over to iTunes, review the show, give us give us five stars if you like the show. If you want to follow us on Instagram or Twitter, head over to at Three Sheets Podcast. We're over there. We post some pictures from the parks, some pictures when we're out of the parks, some tweets to Joe Rody because Joe Roddy approves of the show and approves of the shirts. He likes the magical metal. Well, he does. I hope he
1: kind of loves it.
0: Kinda loves it. So if you want to really hang out with us and head o- and interact with us, head over to our Facebook group. We're at facebook.com slash group slash three sheets. There you can become part of the Three Sheets Nation. It's a lot of fun. There's so much banter, so much just good times, right guys? Pretty much.
4: Yes. Woo!
0: I mean, it is the place to be from Tuesday to Sunday. Tuesday, really. Well, I mean, Monday we all restock and recover.
3: It's, it's grown. It used to be Wednesday to Sunday now. I know.
1: Grown. Well, it used no, to. A- anymore, it, it can be like 12 o'clock, and I'm not going to name names or poke fingers <laughs> at Sydney, but people may or may not have booze at their desk at work. We've
3: had some people have breakfast beers. Beers with a I- cereal.
0: When we first started this, when we first started this, it kind of started on Thursday, and there was like, oh, it's three sheets Thursday. And then it became, oh, well, you know, Wednesday's a, it's like an extension of Thursday, and Tuesday's an extension of a Wednesday, so it's all good.
1: I'm hungover on Monday, so I may as well have something else.
0: <laughs> right. Speaking of twice a week, um, the only place to catch some live shows, so last last Saturday night, the guys did a live show, and it was brilliant. It was funny as shit. The only place to catch that live show is facebook.com slash group slash three sheets so go over there join the facebook group and and uh hang out with us live
1: we might actually give the listeners more than 18 hours notice when we're gonna go live we might next time because
2: hey you don't like you don't like me bitching about uh shitty rides and think my opinion's wrong come tell me please do (laughs) <laughs>
0: that's, yeah. that's what the
1: Discord is for, Trenton, and we'll
2: work on that.
0: <laughs> hey, look, you know what? We all can't have a positive view of Walt Disney World, so...
2: But I do, for the most part, just not those shitty rides like uh, Pooh.
0: Come hang out with us over at, at the uh, Facebook group. If you have friends that love Disney as much as you do, invite them to join Three Sheet Station. I know uh, Brant Burke just uh, invited his brother because his brother texted him, Hey, you would really like this podcast. And Brant's like... No.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've met one of the hosts though. It's cool. Whatever. i never heard of that before.
0: Nah, don't know them. Do you even? Do you even three sheets?
2: <laughs> they sound like a bunch of losers.
0: <laughs> uh, but uh, closing remarks tonight, guys. Uh, Adam,
4: I really don't have anything. I talk too much already. I feel. Like. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Look forward to speaking to y'all next week. Tim.
3: So this November meetup for the uh, wine and
2: dine—it's
3: growing like wildfire. It's out of f-
2: control. It, yeah. yeah what Aaron so were gonna she to- yes, what earlier. You're going to need more booze
1: at Epcot. are going to need to just. Joe Roddy, if you're listening, can.
3: get on that because you got a lot of drunks coming for that weekend. It, it started out when it was just a handful of us, and now I don't have like a, an exact unofficial or official account. There's like twenty something <laughs> I think of it's, us now already sign up to go.
0: I think it's safe to we're going say we're to gonna
1: have to break off into teams, and we're gonna need it. We're gonna need someone to vote. We're gonna need two yes.
0: Sherpas. I think it's pretty safe to say the uh, the fourth quarter profits are gonna be through the roof.
3: Yeah, especially for the uh, alcohol portion of it. But hey, get on it if you guys want to join us. So people are uh, looking for roommates, if you need somebody to split a cost of a room with.
0: Tim, what are the uh, what are the dates of our uh, three well, sheets the race is to the world?
3: The, November second to the fourth. So people going down earlier and, and staying later.
0: A few days so later,
3: the actual meetup is probably going to be one of the days. And after. not
4: in our hands, we've given over <laughs> control. <laughs> after, one after the days after the <laughs> race. Well,
0: well, as we get closer, we'll pick a day for an actual meetup. So. Uh, November 2 to 4 that's the that's the main time you need to be down there if you want to be down at Walt Disney World for this massive meetup so uh, definitely definitely book your trips it's uh, it's only about 10 months away or 9 months or yeah 9 months away almost uh, make sure you get down there we'd love to meet you we'd love to meet you in person um, Trenton's not as angry in person as he is on the podcast Trenton. I'm not as
2: angry all the time, but these motherfuckers piss me off because they're talking about <laughs> fucking poo and... And birds. And, and birds. do sand. Don't get on fucking birds. I don't like sand either. <laughs> all right, Atticus. <laughs> <and again>. Prequels. <laughs> I like the prequels. All right.
0: <laughs> Trent, give us some closing <laughs> remarks tonight.
2: Uh, so I was going to go with what Tim said. I'm excited for the meetup. I think we're all going to be there, right? Alleged- Allegedly. Yeah, I pretty much. So. Yeah. Pretty much. the idea is that we're all going to be there. So if you want to hang out with all of us, uh, but mostly me, um, I'm excited for the meetup. I'm excited for all of you. Uh, I'm excited uh, to read some more reviews on iTunes from all of you lovely
0: motherfuckers. Like the Notorious R.I.C. That is by far one of the best screen names I've seen on our iTunes reviews.
1: Notorious.
0: I'll drop that. <laughs> Mikey.
1: I'm gonna go out I'm gonna go send us challenge to Three Sheets Nation that's coming down in November to uh to go to Disney World. They're not coming down to meet us, they're going to Disney World. So yes. I understand that. If we can get aside from the rest of us, like, you know, five more, ten more of you guys, Trenton already said he's gonna ride Pooh. <laughs> so so I think we need to make that happen, and and there needs to be enough peer pressure in there to pressure him into touching the wall. Touch the butt,
0: Triton. Touch the, Touch the butt. The butt.
2: <laughs> Touch the butt. I'll go on the ride with you people, but I'm not touching that fucking wall. We
0: can make it happen.
1: Nope. Um. Uh. A, a side note to this racing. Uh, business, well, no, no, we didn't even really touch the racing thing. No, we do. The wine and dine is the reason we're going down there in November, because a lot of the shooters are going down there to race. If you are listening and you're going down there to race, there is no reason why you're not part of the Facebook group so you can make sure you get with us to hang out and have a good time and meet other racers. And if you're thinking about maybe going down there to take part in one of the races, whether it's the 5K, the 10K, or whatever there else to do, and I'm fat, I don't know, then... Join up at three sheets uh, to the finish line. Just do a Facebook search for that, and um, you'll meet most of the other people who are going to be going down there to to do the race. I think me and Scott are just looking to hand people alcohol as they come running by us. Um, and I'm not sure what Triton's probably going to be asleep, but <laughs> <laughs> he
0: d- wow. he, well, he doesn't wake up before noon, so
1: exactly that that wasn't a dig at anything in particular. And and thirdly, um. There are going to be T-shirts available if you want something to commemorate running as a as a cheater. Uh, working on stuff right now to kind of preempt that. Um, thanks to um, Aaron Bench. A uh, yes, yes. Thanks to Aaron in our Facebook group. Uh, she's got one coming up earlier than our November meetup, but. Let me know if you're interested in a shirt. It's, I'm, I'm going to get them printed on. Um, they're not going to be on TeePublic. They're going to come from a different screen printer. They're going to come on some dry fit or some type of athletic material. They're going to be really, really nice. Uh, I'm going to get orders together closer toward the date, but that's just uh, a thing. If you're asking, it's going to happen. So um, don't don't worry about it. Uh,
0: These shirts are going to come for the for the November for the November race, right?
1: Yes. Make sure... Oh, yeah. They'll be they'll be done before that. But I just, you know... Anybody going that wants to get one, let me know so I can make sure and let this guy know how many he has to uh, anticipate printing. So, you know, um, sizes, quantities, titties, things of that nature. So if
0: you want to be a part of the Three Sheets running group, are we going to call it that? Three Sheets of the Finish Line? And you're going to run in the November race. Make sure you let Mikey know that you would like to be a part of that so you can... Uh, be a adver- be a- be aware of when these T-shirts are going to be available.
1: And hear ye, I hear ye! Let it formally I be known that this particular drop. shirt has uh, uh, was a collaboration between myself and Aaron, Aaron Binge Bingy, Aaron Binge, a- a- and our group. So we've got we're we're working on this. She she was brilliant with part of this design. So this is uh, like I said, it's a collaboration, and, and that's the beauty of our Facebook. All for one and one for all.
0: From all of us here at Three Sheets to the Mouse, thank you for making our show a part of your Disney life. Thank you for your time this time, and until next time, so long for just a while.
1: And thank you.